Mark chapter 9. Then Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God arrive with power. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became radiantly white, brighter than any launderer on earth could bleach them. And Elijah and Moses appeared before them, talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For they were all so terrified that Peter did not know what else to say. Then a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus admonished them not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept this matter to themselves, discussing what it meant to rise from the dead. And they asked Jesus, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He replied, Elijah does indeed come first, and he restores all things. Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected? But I tell you that Elijah has indeed come, and they have done to him whatever they wished, just as it is written about him. When they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them, and scribes arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were filled with awe and ran to greet him. What are you disputing with them? He asked. Someone in the crowd replied, Teacher, I brought you my son, who has a spirit that makes him mute. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they were unable. Oh, unbelieving generation, Jesus replied. How long must I remain with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him, and seeing Jesus, the spirit immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has this been with him? From childhood, he said. It often throws him into the fire or into the water, trying to kill him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If you can, echoed Jesus. All things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd had come running, he rebuked the unclean spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you to come out and never enter him again. After shrieking and convulsing him violently, the spirit came out. The boy became like a corpse so that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. After Jesus had gone into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? Jesus answered, This kind cannot come out except by prayer. Going on from there, they passed through Galilee, but Jesus did not want anyone to know because he was teaching his disciples. He told them, the Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of men. 
They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the statement, and they were afraid to ask him about it. Then they came to Capernaum. While Jesus was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the last of all and the servant of all. Then he had a little child stand among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not only me, but the one who sent me. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone else driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not accompany us. Do not stop him, Jesus replied, for no one who performs a miracle in my name can turn around and speak evil of me. For whoever's not against us is for us. Indeed, if anyone gives you even a cup of water because you bear the name of Christ, truly I tell you, he will never lose his reward. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two hands and go into hell, into the unquenchable fire. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its saltiness, with what will you season it? Have salt among yourselves and be at peace with one another. Chapter 10 Then Jesus left that place and went into the region of Judea, beyond the Jordan. Again the crowds came to him and he taught them, as was his custom. Some Pharisees came to test him. Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? They inquired. What did Moses command you? He replied. They answered, Moses permitted a man to write his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away. But Jesus told them, Moses wrote this commandment for you because of your hardness of heart. However, from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they're no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. When they were back inside the house, the disciples asked Jesus about this matter. So he told them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. Now people were bringing the little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, and the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and told them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. 
Truly, I tell you, anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up and knelt before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus replied. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not cheat others, honor your father and mother. Teacher, he replied, all these I've kept from my youth. Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, There is one thing you lack. Go, sell everything you own and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But the man was saddened by these words and went away in sorrow, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. They were even more astonished and said to one another, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the gospel will fail to receive a hundredfold in the present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and fields along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. As they were going up the road to Jerusalem, Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were amazed, but those who followed were afraid. Again, Jesus took the twelve aside and began to tell them what was going to happen to him. Look, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes. They will condemn him to death, and will deliver him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him, and spit on him, and flog him, and kill him. And after three days he will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and declared, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? he inquired. They answered, Grant that one of us may sit at your right hand, and the other at your left hand in your glory. You do not know what you are asking, Jesus replied. Can you drink the cup I will drink, or be baptized with the baptism I will undergo? We can, the brothers answered. You will drink the cup that I drink, Jesus said, and you will be baptized with the baptism that I undergo. But to sit at my right or left is not mine to grant. These seats belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. So Jesus called them together and said, You know that those regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their superiors exercise authority over them. 
but it shall not be this way among you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Next they came to Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho with a large crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many people admonished him to be silent, but he cried out all the louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man. Take courage, they said. Get up, he's calling for you. Throwing off his cloak, Bartimaeus jumped up and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. Rabboni, said the blind man. Let me see again. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road.